Hi everyone, this is your Dungeon Master Frankie here with a little bit of news. The army of Federax has come to Breezewell and our heroes, using what little they have, prepare to fight back the hordes. You're about to listen to part one of a sort of season finale for the Vermingard campaign, and as a little surprise, part two will be coming out next week as opposed to two weeks from now. Next episode, the Vermingard campaign will be going on hiatus, likely until January of next year. However, a new mini-campaign run by our very own Benji will be released in the meantime. Stay tuned for more information, and we hope you enjoy episode 24, The Siege, Part 1. The storm rages overhead as Libby, a border collie, dresses her pups in their thickest coats and their broadest hats to keep the rain from their eyes. Libby's husband, Stefan, stands busy in the corner, adjusting straps on a breastplate. Stefan's hands shake and tremble visibly, jumping at each thunderclap above. Libby, watching her husband of ten years, fights back the urge to show her fear. She needs to be strong. Her family needs her. She is a member of the Guard, sworn to protect Iligrad citizens. Until this day, Libby had only dealt with drunks and the occasional thief within these walls. Until this day, Libby had never known true fear. But this was her duty. Above the house, up on the ramparts, a horn is blown. Both Libby and Stefan pause and stare up towards the ceiling. The pups cling to their mother, confused and frightened. Libby holds them close for a moment before Stefan approaches and takes them briefly, passing the breastplate to his wife. Drums. Drums and horns. From the south. From the east. From the west. Libby frowns and looks at her loved ones. Without a single word, Libby embraces her family and rushes out the door. The rain assaults her, plinking off her armor as she rushes through the streets. Panic and fear have gripped the citizens. She sees the soldiers and defenders gathering up towards the walls, led by a cat with a feathered hat and a cutlass. Up the wall she goes, gripping her sword held at her side and adjusting her quiver of arrows on her back. At the top of the battlements, she strains her eyes to peer through the wet and the dark, unable to see anything. Until lights. Distant torches slowly swaying in unison with the deep bass drums. The siege of Breezewell had begun. Dante. You stand on top of the battlements with the soldiers. You have separated all of your units into four. Four units of 57 guards manning these walls. You watch as they're being slowly trickled up the stairs to man the battlements. And you stand here to your right, a border collie guard standing stoically, but visibly shaking as the drums pound in the distance. Go ahead and give me a notice check, please. 13. Okay. To the left of you, you see Toby a bit down the wall. He was the one that blew the horn. You recognized it immediately as Vermingard's horn. And he stands there staring off into the dark at the lights. You are able to see the torches that are lit off in the distance, slowly making their way up towards Breezewell. They're some miles away still at this time but the drums and the horns off in the distance are getting closer and closer with each second. Every once in a while, a strike of lightning lights up the skies, and even through the rain and the darkness, you can see it. The island appears to be moving with the sheer amount of bodies that are making their way towards you. So you stand here. You you have the three uh, groups of soldiers you have made up, and you have your one in reserve. What do you do? So right now, from what I'm looking at, um, the main, I guess the brunt of the force seems to be coming towards this wall that I'm at? Yes, the south wall. 
south wall. All right. Dante looks down at the uh, a border collie, I think you said? Yes. Look down at the border collie. Soldier. Y- yes, sir. First of all, take a deep breath. Try. She she closes her eyes for a moment and lets out a long, shaky breath and then inhales again and does it one more time, doing her best to stay calm. I have a mission for you. I need you to go down. Go to the leader of the reserve troops. Have them come up here to fortify. She See? she she nods. His, y- y- yes, sir. And she, she rushes down the stairs. And then he looks out. Uh, we're looking... Looking at the rest of, you know, I know we've got a thin group up here on the wall, uh, the southern wall. Mm-hmm. Does it look like they're having second thoughts? The morale's going low? Oh, yeah. There there are, every, everyone up here is now, it, for the most part, your army is made up by volunteers. Even, you know, you as a battle-hardened, you know, veteran, this does not look good. <laughs> no, no. Just take a deep breath in and then bellow out. Soldiers, citizens of Breezewell, you stand against the horde of a fallen god. A dead rat. You are the only thing standing between your loved ones. The city of Breezewell. Gilligrod, and perhaps Pugmire. Stand tall. You were chosen for this. We will not falter. Go ahead and, and give me a uh, give, give me a, an inspiration check. So, like, give me a, a charisma check, persuasion with advantage. With advantage, I'm really glad you said that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's see. What the second one is oh, much better. Okay, that is a seventeen. Everyone within earshot of you looks to you and you could see their eyes have hardened and they their chests go out a bit more as they stand taller. They it looks like the the speech you just gave roused a majority of them around you and they they let out a, a whoop, a cheer. And then I yell out one more time. Remember, archers, hold your shots until I give the signal. Make them count. All the archers on the walls draw their bows um you have uh lieutenant smitty the english bulldog that was acting as the uh the instructor stands next to you and he pauses for a moment as is overseeing the walls he says we need to make final decisions on where we're putting the baluster we have six we need to figure out where on the walls we're setting them we have some time before they arrive. We need to make final adjustments now. I want what I want at least one ballista guarding over where the uh, path to the lighthouse. The other ones distribute them accordingly. Make sure that if it looks like they're coming towards the southern side, let's make sure that we have. Damn. Let's do at least two on this. Spread them out. Spread them out two on a wall. Keep it this way if we have to. If it's getting close, we can bring in the we can bring in one more from the lighthouse area. It just I don't trust right now that that is the full strength of their force. He's seeing that he's trying to keep this low, so only Smitty's hearing it. Yeah, S- Smitty nods and and heads back down the stairs to issue out the orders. 
Dodger. Yes. So, Toby, you stand on the southern wall. Uh, go ahead and give me a notice check, please. Okay. Uh, 15 plus advantage. 18 plus wisdom. 19 in total. 19. Cool. So you can see basically what Dante saw. You see the, the masses of bodies moving. All of the soldiers are now mounting the walls. Um, it, people are starting to file up. And you stand there. Prospero is still down at the uh, the base of the the wall with all of his bombs. Uh, where where are you going? What are you doing? I'm gonna go straight for Prospero's. Okay. Uh, ask him. Uh, how, how many bombs we have so far? I have managed to make close to fifty. Okay, so I'll have to be doing right now. Can you get to a safe spot and keep making more? And I I'll, I'll distribute all of them. He he looks at you and smiles, his you know, his eyes close, his face full of wrinkles, and he gently taps you on the shoulder and he says My boy I am not safe in this city, no one is. So why must I hide? I'll be here with you. I'll be at the front lines. Okay. Then do you need help making the bombs? I I'm sure we can get a restock real quick because I'm sure 50 will go quickly he he shakes his head now and he says I must be hasty with making these one wrong move and my entire supply will go up in flames myself included I cannot trust anyone else to make these as quickly and safely as I can so I will continue to make these well into the night but I have a charge for you if you feel like you're up to it. Okay, anything to help. He he pulls up a box, it's like a milk crate, and inside there are ten, like each bomb is a different swirling smoke color, and they're all vibrant. There's blue, there's red, there's green. They're all very, very bright colored. And he, he sets it on the table in front of you, and he says, I need you or someone you trust to take these bombs and distribute them amongst the wall. These are smoke bombs. Once they are broken, the smoke will billow into the sky 150, 200 feet, clear as day. That way we know if some place, some person is in trouble and we can send reinforcements as we see fit. Okay, that's a great idea. All right, um, I, I take the crate and uh, I try to go back up to the um, where Dante's at. Okay, so so you head upstairs and you you see Dante at the wall, uh, looking out amongst the, with all the other soldiers. Um, how many is there in total? Ten. Ten. Okay, and all of them are ten different colors, or is there multiples of anything? They are all different colors. Okay, cool. Um, I go up to Dante. Uh, Dante, take one of these. Uh, see, what is it? It's it's a um, like a smoke bomb, kind of like our vial jar, but this is colored. Um, we're going to use that as signals to indicate if any of us need help. So what do I do? Do I throw it? Do I light it? Uh, I, you throw it. I throw it. Good. There's so I don't like light. A... Just throw it. <laughs> Yeah, so you, you know this, Toby. As soon as it, it, whatever is inside the vial, as soon as it makes contact with oxygen, it starts billowing. So there's no need to light it or anything like that. 
Okay. Um, Toby did say that with a little bit of like, a, you can see a like a split second of uncertainty, but he like monsters up. Yeah, you just throw it. Not nods. Very good. Grazie. Uh, um, let's hope we don't need it. Is there anyone? Is there any other leaders in this section nearby? See, si. points over to the English bulldog Smitty. Okay. Um, he is leader just, here. Okay. Uh, if the other th- I have appointed, they he gives a brief description of the other leaders that were appointed for the other groups, the two other because we have we have the re- reserve leader when we have a leader for the two other walls, those groups of fifty-seven. So he don't think gives a brief description of what they look like. Okay. Um, with that, I said, uh, would it be man speed. <laughs> instead of yeah, yeah, man speed <laughs> man speed to you we'll, we'll see each other after this and then I run off to uh, those locations that Dante and look for those people um, as he goes away then, Dante just mutters man this is very slow from what I heard hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I pretty much like, give the same gist to every single person that Dante told me and just a random color <laughs> okay so uh, and then I, I pretty much also tell him like I, I didn't mention it to Dante but like just Throw it when you need help. <laughs> cool. So you have five extra after giving it to the to the leaders. Uh, what would you? Who would you like to give the last five to? Um, one for myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, so four and uh, would that include Gordon and uh, CJ at all? You, and... you can give them. Uh, though you can give them them uh, as well. Okay. Um, I give them um, each. Actually, there's four left. I'll give them both two, and I tell them to to give the la- the extra to whoever um, they see them fit. Okay. Because they're working with other like different people than I am. Cool. All right. So you you you're running around uh, dropping off these smoke bombs. Okay. Uh, we're gonna go with CJ next. Hello. Hello. So, Morgan, you. Having heard the horn blowing and now hearing the uh, the sound of the drums and then the the war horns in the distance, mm. it looks like war is being called. So you you have uh, twelve magic users, thirteen counting yourself. Yes. Where are you sending these uh, these magic users? I'm uh, I'm going to send them to different uh, points in the area. So for the east gate, I've already planned this out. The east gate is going to have. Uh, Sorry, let me back up real quick. I have 12 people. Or, yes. you know, animals. Uh, five of them are healers. Seven of them are damage dealers. I'm going to send uh, one healer and two damage dealers to the east gate. I'm going to send two healers and two damage dealers to the south. Okay. Uh, two damage dealers and one healer to the west. And I'm going to send one healer and one uh, damage dealer to the dock where all of the civilians are. Okay. Perfect. And now, where are you going? That's a good question. Um, seeing as there's a whole bunch of defense people, the the brunt of everything is coming from the south gate, right? Yes, right now. Uh, right now, I'll go to the south gate just okay. in case, because that's the epicenter. Uh, if any, and if I need to, I obviously will move elsewhere. Okay. As you're heading uh, to the south gate, you cross paths with Toby, and he hands you a smoke bomb, issuing you the orders on how to to work it and what they're there for. Ah, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I'll keep one for myself, 
And can I send one smoke bomb to another location? Yes. Uh, I want to send it over to the dock where the civilians are, just in case they need a, di- a distraction. Mm, they have excellent. that. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay, so you're heading to the south then. You issue the order. They, the, uh, the, the two magic users you send to the dock, they take the, the smoke, and then they, they head off. Yes. Um, all right, cool. So, Gordon. Yeah. So, cool. So you are with Captain Ursa. Uh, the horn has been blown, and units of soldiers are moving to the different p- parts of the wall. Captain Ursa um, stands there for a moment and taps the hilt of her sword uh, with one massive paw as if in thought. And she decides that she is going to go towards the uh, the east gate. And she she looks at you and she says, Gordon. Yeah. Where do you think that your talents will do the most good? Well, I'm really good at hurting people. Um, we can hear the drums and horns all around us, right? There's yeah. no... Okay. They're marching up from the south, but as they're getting closer, they're fanning out. So you know when they get to the wall, they're probably going to spread around the city. Uh, the I'm going to go... I want to say the docks just to kind of have... Or if anything, send, make sure we send men there. Just as a defense precaution. But I think I'm going to go with the west gate. The west gate. Okay. So you're heading over to the west gate. Wait. Yeah. I need my armor. You do. So <laughs> the the blacksmith is on the way towards the west gate. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, That's so convenient. That is convenient. Uh, so <laughs> as you as you begin heading towards the west gate, towards the blacksmith, you're actually uh, stopped by Toby, who hands <laughs> you... Yeah. Who hands you uh, one of the smoke bombs and gives you the instructions on how to to use it and when to use it and all that. And as soon as he gives that to you, you're also like stopped once again by one of the blacksmith's assistants who's carrying a a, a big uh, leather sack. Nice. And he rushes to you and he says, "You're you're you're Gordon, right? You're you're the one who who asked uh, us to fix your armor." Yeah, that's me. The, wait. Is it, is it ready? It's ready. It's not perfect, but it's ready. Okay. Um, and he, he he drops the bag on the floor and opens it up and, and hands you the breastplate. Um, What's it look like? <laughs> so it, 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 it actually looks pretty decent. It is no longer massively huge. It's been brought in. It's not pretty. Yeah. In, yeah, it's not, it's not gorgeous, but he did what he could with what short time he had. Well, I'm not um, pretty either. We're all pretty in our own way. Yeah. Um, but so you, you strap on your armor, it fits much better to the point where now you actually have a plus one to whatever armor you you had before. Oh, really? Yeah. Because now it actually fits. To my armor. So your defense has gone up by one. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. So what are you at now? I was at 16. Now I'm at 17. Excellent. Yeah. So now your armor's all set, and it's no longer too big, so now you can't stick your, your head and your arms back oh, into it. Yeah. I can't keep my snacks in there anymore? No, unfortunately yeah. not. But as I said, it's not perfect. There are uh, very clear defects in the 
in the armor as you can see it. If you want, at this point, this is about as far as it can get in terms of attaching itself to you and making it better. But at this point, you're no longer in danger of it falling off, of, you know, slowing, me down. slowing you down. You're not clanking nearly as bad. Um, but you, you have your armor and you are good to go. Never forget the clank. Never forget the clank. So you're heading to the West Gate. Yes, but um, Toby gave me two, right? I believe so, yes. Okay. Yes, I did. Um, can I just real quick run back to uh, fucking Captain Phasma and then <laughs> <laughs> just be like, hey, this is just in case you know things go sideways. Just throw it up, okay? It'll put person of color and everyone pretty much knows what's going on, so they'll come and help you. She, she nods and says thank you and takes it and continues on her way. Now I'm on my way to the West Gate. Cool. So you, you're moving towards the West Gate. As you're going, you can see the civilians are all moving past you. They're heading north. All of them are being ushered towards the dock control gate, which is the final gate inside of the city. Um, it is the most fortified area, but it is not that big. So everyone's sort of cr- going to be crowded around in the open air inside these walls waiting for whatever happens next. Benji, Dante, you you stand at the top. You the, the border collie rushes back as more and more soldiers begin to file upstairs with you. You now stand with both of those sections of soldiers shoulder to shoulder all ready to go. The soldiers shift you know in an antsy state all of them either this this is the hardest part of the siege is the waiting you know that once the siege starts if you can hold them off for long enough it'll go quicker because you know time flies when you're having fun i guess but oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah but in this moment you're all sort of just waiting waiting in the rain, waiting with the drums, waiting with the horns. All of you, all in your spots, just being pelted by the rain and shaken by the thunder and and the lightning as these torches get closer and closer. Hmm. Well, so they're starting to get antsy. So once again, I'll yell at, they call those drums? I've heard better from a small kitten. Let's show them how it's done. Everybody... Everyone who has sword and shield, hit your sword against the shield like this. Boom, boom. And he actually takes his buckler and he goes, boom, boom. And slowly, one by one, the soldiers all match it and the clanking of the the shields take up. And you it's almost like the wave at a stadium yeah. where people who weren't who weren't able to hear you but can hear their their comrades begin chiming in. And all around the walls, all of you, all of you hear this as the the ringing out, and then slowly people start screaming, shouting, roaring, getting amped up, and doing their best to to show these rats they're not afraid. That's right! Show them your war faces! They will not take these walls! Fuck yeah. In the meantime, Dante is thinking, oh, we are so fucked. As you say that, well, he's saying that to himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was say he's saying very to himself. He's we are so fucked. <laughs> you, you feel a heavy paw on your shoulder, 
and you you turn around and you see Weiler is standing side by side with you. Ah, good morning. Pleasant day, is it not? He smiles sadly and, and nods and he says, So you said a ship, the ship that took you here, is heading back to the mainland, correct? See. So there it, uh, was the uh, wave robber captained by uh, Fisheye from uh, Seashell. He, he nods, says, So if we hold on, if we can hold on long enough, rescue might come. And he says very quietly, How many do you think will believe him? He does have a, a very respected guard with him from Pugmire. They were trying to capture us. Perhaps between her and his testimony, I think they can get more, if nothing else, get to Seashell and perhaps uh, conscript some people to get both their study, but they're still going to have to get troops from Prugmire. He, he nods. <sighs> and perhaps he will head directly to Pugmire. Might buy us more time. So you, since that happened, it's been about a day since uh, you guys got dropped off. Um, he should have already been back to Seashell or potentially to really if it was in a, with that size of a ship, maybe even to Pugmire by this point. Maybe. That, that is a possibility. So Weiler uh, nods and he, he looks up and down the line and says, you've done a good job with the morale. Keep that up, please. He just nods once. Of course. I'm going to make my way up and down the wall and speak with the others. We still have some time before the attack commences. And then he... He, he stops he, for a moment, just says, one moment, before you go. Weiler, if we survive this, I need to speak to you about um, my papa. My father is Thomas O'Malley. He... Stops for a moment and then slowly turns his head and looks at you. I'm not proud of it. It just it's is what it is. I perhaps wish to talk to you. I have heard he passed away. I wish to know more about him. He uh, nods his head and says, "When we make it through this, come speak to me." Of course, when we make it through this, grazie. And he. Uh, he heads down the wall. So, Toby, you have given away all the smoke bombs and you rush back uh, to where Prospero is. And he hands you a couple of uh, those bombs. So he has fashioned like a bandolier out of them. Uh, for you to take, and he's he's done his best to fit it to your size. It's a little big, but it, it shouldn't be much of an issue. Um, and on that belt, you have eight bombs. Ooh. Four of them are fire bombs, and the other four are tar bombs. And he basically uh, straps this to you, and he he sort of chuckles, and he says, 
don't get hit by a stray arrow or a bolt, please. <laughs> if you do, you're going to go up in a very, very impressive explosion. Toby's heart sinks and, like, like his face becomes white. <laughs> he, he pats you on the shoulder and he says, I've been around for a long time and I've only seen it happen once. Odds are on your side, young man. Okay. <laughs> um, so he, uh, he looks at you and then up at the walls and he says, I will be here continuing production of my expertise. If you need more, come and see me. But be aware, if they make it inside the city walls, most of my abilities will do more harm than good. We run the risk of torturing our own city. Alright, you got it. Just, just just, keep doing what you're doing and I'll keep checking back on, on you. He, he nods and what part of the wall are you going to go to? Um, whatever is closest to Prospero, honestly. Okay. So the the southern wall. Yeah. So staying. Yeah, I guess staying at the southern wall then. Okay. So that that right now currently is where uh, Toby is, or uh, where Dante is. Apologies. Um. So you you head up there, and as you do, you cross paths with Weiler, who's heading down towards uh, CJ's position, and he he stops you as you're going up. And he says, Toby. Yeah? What do you intend to do? What, where are you going? You, you intend to man the wall in the south? Yeah. Um, I just pretty much, I mean, just, I got these bombs right here and just throw them when they get close. Hopefully to like slow them down at least. He nods and then he, he points off in the distance towards the lighthouse. And he says... At some point, once the battle commences... I'm slipping into Prospero, sorry. (laughs) At one point, when the battle commences, I would like it if you can make your way to the lighthouse and see if you can see anything that we should be aware of. Any sneak attacks from the north, any ships making way. I have a theory that if this is Federax's doing... The first attack is going to be a test. He's not going to throw everything he has at us. He may have something hidden up, hidden up his sleeve. Okay. I'll, I'll make sure to do that then. If there is a uh, anything that you see suspicious or anything that you need to warn us about, shine the lighthouse light and make it blink three times. Okay. Yeah, that was my next question. If it's easy to do by myself, the the lighthouse, the light. He he nods. Okay. Um, am I able to move the light, or is it just on its like big giant motor by itself spinning? It's it spins through uh, uh, gears and things that are attached to the the ocean itself. So it would not be able to uh, manually move it. Okay. Alright, I'll figure out a way to flash it three times for you guys. 
he he nods and, and clasps you on the shoulder and he says good luck to you too and then he heads up the stairs uh, or he's heading towards uh, CJ CJ you said that you were on the uh, the eastern gate yes okay so a- as you're standing there looking at the uh, the approaching army other soldiers around you are, are looking tense when whispers begin to happen around you and you hear Weiler's name as he approaches you and he, he looks at you and then back out uh, across the uh, the the plains towards the lights. And he just stands there quietly for a moment. And then he puts a, uh, an arm around your shoulder. And he says, I had hoped that you would never have to live this life. That you would never have to go through a situation like this. I had hoped none of these dogs and cats and birds, anyone would have to go through this again. Of course, but that's just not the world we live in anymore, obviously. But I'm here, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're here with me. He, he smiles and, and nods. He says, I need you to do something for me. What? If the city falls if we have to fall back to the dock controls I need you and I need your friends to make sure the civilians get on ships and try to make it out of the docks I can do that I can absolutely do that and I need you to make sure that that's the priority not me do you understand? You know that's incredibly unfair. He points out at the rats who are slowly approaching the city, and he says, the stakes are higher now than they have ever been for you. You need to think of these people. These people are depending on us to protect them. He slaps a hand to his his breastplate, letting out a, a sharp clank sound, and he says... I've been doing this for a long time and I know what I've signed up for. The very first time I picked up a sword, I knew what I was doing. It's my job to make sure that everyone else gets through this. She Are we clear? She looks down a little bit, kind of gives a, a knowing sigh. She she knows that, you know, he's right. She kind of looks back up. I'm not going to like it, but I'll do it. I'll make sure that these people are, are okay if that means leaving, you know, you to defend for yourself. He he nods and goes back to looking out across the uh, the plains and he says, once it starts, I'm going to be moving across the wall back and forth, giving my aid wherever it is needed. We are alike, because I'm I'm going to be doing just about the same. Wherever I'm needed, I'm going to be there. He he smiles and sort of pets the top of your head and then uh, brings you in for a hug. Hmm. And 
looks at you dead in the eyes and he says, Good luck, Possum. You know, after we're done here, we're going to go and we're going to go get ice cream or something, right? Yeah, go-karts and mini-golf. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, he he smiles and, and nods again and turns around and begins walking back across the wall. Gordon. Yeah, what? So you, you've taken up position. You're uh, you're moving towards the, you said the east wall? Uh, west wall. West wall, got it. So you, you pull yourself up on top of the, the battlements with everyone else, and you're, you're looking at the approaching onslaught of rats. This is the most rats you have ever seen in your life. It's a good thing I had cleave. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know it's not just rats. You know there's bad cats and dogs and other animals uh, moving in those ranks. Yeah. How are you? Fe- how's Gordon feeling right now? He's... His heart keeps going from his stomach to his throat. Um, he's scared. Um, this is this is in Bray Creek, and that's where he wants to be right now. Um, he has his friends, but he'd rather see his grandparents or his his grandfather, his parents. Um, but he kind of thinks back to the talks that, that Dante uh, shared with him. And it's like where, when it comes down to fear mm-hmm. and we, we can't, we can't, he can't let that stop him now. Right. Um, even the, like their fear is going to be everywhere. Fear has followed all of them to this point. So there's no real difference aside from, mm-hmm. you know, 20,000 rats and other animals that are trying to kill him this time. Right. So yeah. he's he's focusing on the fear has to wait. And right. he's going to go ahead and pee off the side of the wall towards the rats. Fuck <laughs> 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 you, rats. <laughs> you guys are posers. Fucking posers. Um, cool. And after a moment, uh, Weiler saddles up next to you ah, at the shit. wall. Yeah. Uh, and he he looks at you and looks at the armor and, and he nods and yeah, just he, got it done. It's not he bad. says it'll do better. You won't have to worry about getting caught or or worse. Yeah, that's what I'm figuring out. It's already leaps and, and bounds better. I can move. Uh, I can bend forward uh, and going in the bathroom isn't as hard. <laughs> I'm sure. He uh, he looks at you and he says, "If they get through the walls, if they get over the ramparts, if they if they break through the gates, I'm gonna need you down on the floor, stopping them as they get through. Is that something you can do? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, what what floor exactly? He he points down the walls at the where uh, at the gates. Okay. All right. They're gonna. Yeah. They're gonna. They're gonna attempt to scale the walls. I'm sure they have ladders, hooks, even their claws. And as they're doing that, I'm, I'm sure they'll have brought battering rams or something to break down the gates. And if they break down the gates, if they get inside the walls, we're gonna need to stop them there. Yeah. 
I think it's going to be safe to assume that there's there's a high chance that they're going to do at least this wall. They're going to get through a wall. He nods. And I'll see you down there. He he smiles and he says, "Yes, you will." Are you ready? That's a loaded question right now, Wyler. I'm, 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 I'm a lot of things. Ready's one of them, though. Mm-hmm. How are you? <laughs> he he shrugs his shoulders and he says, "I've always felt the most like me in a situation like this. Nothing else matters to me except this." And he outstretches his arms and gestures to the the city and he says this is what I'm good at this is what I've always been good at well where he sadly smiles he says Ace chose each and every one of us for a specific reason we were good at certain things regardless of my feelings towards my former comrades I have nothing but the utmost respect for them they were all incredibly capable individuals who I trusted to get the job done. And then he looks at you and he says, Roger saw something in each and every one of you, the same way Ace saw something in all of us. He also saw booze. Yes, he did. And I get but he looks at you and he says, so for that reason... I trust each and every one of you to do what you do best. Yeah, I'm pretty good with this hammer. So, I'm I'm sure you are. Well, we'll go ahead and swap war stories when this is all done. I look forward to it. And as he says that, the drums increase in speed. And he looks out Everyone give me a notice check, please. 15. Got a natural 20. Fuck yeah. That's going to be the only one of this game. (laughs) 18. Okay, so 18 for Benji, 14 for Toby, uh, nat 20 for Gordon, and you said 15, Morgan? Yeah. Cool. The wave of rats of bad cats, bad dogs, bad animals are at your doorstep. The wave has stopped moving. A lightning strike illuminates the sky and you can see out in front of you hundreds, thousands of rats. The buildings, the houses that are outside the city walls, the, the, the buildings that you all saw as you came up through the south gate are surrounded by these creatures, these villains. And they stop. The music stops. Their horns, their drums stop. The swaying stops. And for a moment, all you hear is the rain, the thunder. The soldiers around you look nervous. You hear shouts of captains, of of lieutenants, giving orders to knock their bows to stand ready Dante you stand there with your men 
Toby, you're you're beside him. The two of you stand side by side looking at this. Your soldiers look to you, Dante. Well, well, well. Look, they've given us a target-rich environment. How fortunate for us. Bowmen, ready? Hold up. And just holding up my arm. You watch as each one pulls up their bow and knocks their, their arrows. Wait for it. How, how uh, did they stop outside of bow range, I'm thinking? Uh, you are probably correct. Probably, if any of them could hit, are probably the trained archers, but a majority of your the volunteers would definitely not be able to make those so shots. I reiterate, hold. CJ, you stand with your soldiers and your uh, your magic users. You see as the the mass of enemies have begun to move around to the east and west gates, trying their best to completely block in the city. You stand. What do you do? I'm thinking, which is dangerous. Um, I was thinking about casting web to kind of hold off a bit, so that way we have more time to kind of just destroy them. It keeps them all in one place, or at least from further advancing. Okay. So you're going to ready an action to, to fire web? Yes. Excellent. Where's their mouthpiece? These guys always come with the mouthpiece. The mouth of Sauron. Um, you, uh, you know, mouth of Phenix. If you needed to, it's on page 137 of Monarchies of Mal. I have it right here. Tight. All right, so... I came prepared today, man. I am excited. You did. So <laughs> that's going to be a 20-foot cube. Yes. Wherever you're going you're gonna to put it. Yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, so how, where are you aiming it? Are you going to aim it on the wall? Or are you going to aim it at the floor beneath the wall? I was thinking if there's enough tree cover, if I could stretch it between trees. There are no trees at the base of the wall. Damn. Um, you know what? It'd probably be better to put it up against the wall just in case they do make their way up there. It's something for them to to kind of hold them off. Okay. So you, are you getting ready to do it or do you do it? I mean, fucking I might as well do it now, right? Okay, so the spell is an action and it's concentration for up to an hour. So you could throw it down there and it'll last for an hour as long as you pass your concentration checks. Um, but the minute you do something else, mm-hmm. the web goes away. Oh, does it? Yes. Mm, that'll be a last resort then. Okay, I'll aim it at the ground. That seems okay. a bit more like what's going on right now. So, ground. Cool. Uh, and it should also be noted that the webs are flammable. I don't know if you knew that. Um, So anything that's caught in the webs, uh, if uh, any five-foot cube of webs exposed to fire burns away in one round, dealing 2d4 heat damage to any character that that starts their turn in the webs. Perfect. So someone needs to set the shit on fire. Does Dante see that happen? Or put the web down? Yeah. Uh, Probably not. You guys are far away, but... CJ, didn't did you instruct your uh, mancers to do anything like that? Did you give them any sort of like tactics before it's, you sent them off? Yes. So it's trying to hold them as best as you can. Uh, if they break through defenses, then go immediately onto defense and start hammering away fireball, any sort of damaging thing. If it gets to the wall, start using your uh, crossbows as well. 
just to get them off. So did you instruct them to use web as well? Yeah. Okay. So as you do that, the other magi- like wizards that you set up around the wall, they all put web up on the, uh, the, f- the foot of the wall, either on the wall itself or the ground below it. And Dante, you do see that. You see the, other, the webs popping up around, knowing that CJ has instructed the other magic users to do the same. Um, Dante just kind of smiles at that and looks over to the border. Call- has she returned yet? Yes. Okay. Uh, soldier. She she nods and, and snaps to attention. Uh, uh, excuse me. Uh, what, what is your name? My name is Libby, sir. Uh, Libby. Who do you know here that's a really good shot with a bow? I, I, I'm, I'm pretty good. I'm, I'm good, sir. Just smiles and goes, perfect. Do you see what those uh, mansers did there? You see they are casting things, they, the, the sticky things on the ground. Webs. She, she looks for a moment and then her eyes brighten with uh, recollection as she knows exactly what you're referencing to. Go find some fire and a bow and arrow. She, um, you guys have torches along the walls and she, she has her, her quiver strapped to her, her back and she immediately begins crafting, uh, wrapping it in uh, a cloth and dipping it in oil before igniting the, uh, the, the arrow. Now, wait, and of course, wait until... They are in the web and pass it down through the walls, pass uh, down the wall. She, she nods and, and does exactly what you have ordered. Clever girl, CJ, clever girl. <laughs> I'm so sorry. How far I... away are the webs? Uh, they're down at the base of the, the walls. Time. I keep thinking so, like he... Bjorn would just do so well right now. He would be so hyped. Oh, <laughs> Bjorn would be screaming and getting all amped. He'd have some fucking WWE walkout music playing. Oh yeah! And just I, like, I was thinking more of if Bjorn was going out, it would be <laughs> just like <laughs> exactly like that. For Ken Favors the Bold. <laughs> For Bjorn, you guys. For Bjorn. For Bjorn. Little do you guys know, Bjorn's shipwrecked off on an island learning to be Tarzan right now. Um, <laughs> So hey, Bjorn, you lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you all you all stand at the uh basically at the precipice of battle and slowly the drums begin to start again. Slowly building, building, building. A distant horn blows. Followed by more until a cacophony of horn blows all different pitches and sizes in this just assault of noise the drums speed up to and then silence can i get toby's attention please <laughs> attempt to yeah toby's right next to you toby uh, yeah answer them you've got a better horn yeah he pulls out the horn well, like, uh, his left hand has a horn, and then his right hand has one of the bombs. Mm-hmm. And takes a deep breath and just blows right into it. You all hear the horn of Vermingard blast through. Somehow, some way, it overshadows the horns out in the, the army as everyone turns to look, look at you blowing this horn. And then one by one, the soldiers at your sides begin cheering and roaring and Hell shouting. And it begins slowly, 
one rat breaks rank and rushes towards the wall, then two, then three, then dozens, and suddenly the air is filled with screaming, chittering voices as the army of Federax descends upon Breezewell Harbor. Uh, can I ready an action here? Yes. Uh, when they get 40 feet away from the wall, I want to th- throw my tar bomb. All right. Sounds good. So they that happens quickly. So you're just throwing it straight out in front of you, correct? Yes. Okay. Do you happen... Let me see. Do you have the rules for it? I have them somewhere in here. Yes, I do. It's uh, page 29 of the uh, Pirates of Puckmire, but uh, do you want to know those specifically for TARS? Oh, I have it right here. This allows the Alkalis to create bombs, a sticky substance which does not do damage, but cuts any within half their normal movement speed rounded down. So let's see. How... So all bombs may be thrown up to 40 feet away from the Alkalis. Bombs blast fills a 10-foot radius. Mm-hmm. So we'll go ahead and just say that it's your dex plus your proficiency bonus. Okay. Ooh, rolled an 18, 22, 25. So you just throw this this bomb of thick, inky black tar over the wall, and you watch it splatter down below. This 10-foot radius cube is just splattered with this substance. And you watch as one rat goes moving into it, and then another behind him, and then another. This is going to be different than how we usually think it, where everyone takes up a five-foot like radius. Mm-hmm. But because this is an army, that is they are on top of each other. These rats, and you yes. all you all see this for the first time, how rats are fighting. They are crawling over each other. They are It's like a wave of just bodies. And now you can see why rat kings happen. Mm-hmm. Just by the amount of they're just clawing over each other. They have no regard for each other's well-being. They are fighting to get over this wall, and they're fighting each other to do it. Um, and you, that little square that you had made, you watch as the enemies that weren't caught in it move past it, but the ones that were stuck there are moving slower and getting pushed down to the ground by their comrades and just getting suffocated by the uh, the amount of bodies moving over them. Um, do I see a... Uh an archer nearby me with a fire arrow, like a little a lit flame arrow. Yeah, you, you uh, Libby is next to you with her torch, uh, with her uh, lit arrow. I don't want to disrespect. Uh, I put my hand on her shoulder. He's like, Libby, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to disrespect him. Fire at that crowd right there. She she looks at you, sees the horn around your neck, and and nods quickly, and I'm going to make a all right so she draws her arrow and closes one eye aiming at it for as quick as she can it's the 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 targets disappearing by all the rats pulling over it and with a you watch the arrow soar through the air a flame and hit the ground directly where you needed it to and immediately that mass of rats bursts into flames and i look over to dante i'm sorry and Dante just smiles and looks over and shrugs. Uh, no apologies necessary. <laughs> he 
the, the the lights ignite and just these rats are screaming a flame. They start moving through their crowd. Luckily for them, unluckily for you, the rain is so present, so cloying that the flames don't spread as much as you would have liked. But the rats that were completely covered just erupt and begin running if they can through the crowds of other rats breaking the line so to speak but are quickly snuffed out by the amount of bodies rushing and in a moment they're at the wall Dante as you look down you can see moving up behind them this other mass slowly but surely pushing rats out of its way give me a notice check please also, quick question about yeah. web. Um, so it says here that everyone that's caught in the web needs to make a dex uh, saving throw. Yeah. Uh, as well as... Uh, da, 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 where are you? It says it ends at the end of my turn. What page was that on again? It's 137, but it says concentration up to an hour. You conjure a mass of thick, sticky webbing at the point of your choice within range. Webs full of 20-foot cube. The webs the webs aren't anchored between masses. Later, collapse the four wall. Da, 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 da. It collapses on itself with the spell ends at the start of your next turn. Webs layered over a flat surface have a depth of five feet. That's only if you're not casting it on, uh, like, yeah, say, or layered. If you're just casting it in the air, then it disappears in your first turn. Okay. But because you've stayed, you put it on the floor and the wall, it's fine. Also, the enemies now take uh, two D4 heat damage. Yes, yeah. in, in one second. I'll, I'll get to Sorry, that. sorry. I was like, hey, just as a heads up, there's some weird shit that comes with, with web. Okay, anyway. Back to it. You're good. Uh, Benji, what'd you get? 17. 17. Lightning strike illuminates the sky again. And for a half a second, you were expecting a, a, a rat king to be moving through the ranks. But what you see, while not as scary, is just as troubling. Rats are moving up a battery ram, heading straight for the south gate. So can I tell what the battering ram was made out of? The 17. Does it look like a log? It is a massive log that's been covered in fur. In what? So go ahead and give me a uh, intelligence check. This is a, a, a war. 19. Uh, 19. Unmodified. They have wrapped their battering ram, the wood, in what looks to be fur. You know this is a rat trick. The, the fur is covered in... Basically, it's water. But since it's raining, it's doing better. It's preventing the wood from being lit on fire. If any fire arrows were to hit it, the wet fur would keep the fire from spreading. Would that also uh, count for fireball if I were to shoot fireball at it? Um, that might be a little bit different. <laughs> that might be a different story. This is just mundane techniques to keep it from getting uh, torched okay. from uh, fire arrows. Um, but so Dante, you see this this battering ram being brought up. It looks to be about a thirty foot long ram. It is on either side held by what looks to be 25 rats. So 50 rats in total are are moving this massive log into place to begin smashing at the walls. I yell for the archers to aim for the, uh, those, those rats or those creatures manning 
the battering ram. Is there only one of them that I can see at this point? At this wall, yes. Okay. Uh, that's about all because unless I don't really know what the mansers that CJ had sent over necessarily have, but I'll see if I can grab a runner and said, go talk to the mansers, uh, uh, whoever, the, the ones that throw spells like CJ does. Ask them if they can do anything to stop that. The, the runner nods and, and moves off to the side. Gordon. Yes. You stand at your side. You hear the horns blowing, the screaming. You know that the battle has started on the south side. You look down and see the rats are beginning to approach your gate. All around you, soldiers are firing arrows, doing what they can. The mansers that were sent to you by CJ are pelting with spells and every once in a while pulling out their own crossbow to shoot down the gates. And you stand there at the top with your hammer ready, ready to go if and when they manage to get up to the gate. You see down below ladders being pushed up through the crowds and being slammed against the wall. First one, then two, then three, and suddenly ten ladders are thrown up against as these rats begin climbing. And along with them, rats with their bare claws begin to breach up the top. What are you going to do? Do I just have, I just have the the mansers to my disposal? You have the you have the soldiers and the uh, the mansers at your side, but you I th- I believe you have no long range weapons, correct? I do not. There is a ballista. Oh, I'm gonna go see how that ballista is doing then. All right, so you head over to the ballista. Mm, wait, no, because I'll just no. fucking blow a hole through the wall. <laughs> Well, you can uh, shoot it into the crowds of people. You might be able to even hit the uh, the ladders. Okay, yeah, let's let's, let's try that then. So, I hope Gordon's good at that. Okay, so the ballast has already been loaded. You just need to aim it and fire it. So it's a basic dexterity uh, check with your proficiency. Thirteen. So you ra- you pull back the the mechanism and you move it down towards the ladder, and with a kufunk, you fire it. This giant bolt goes soaring through the air, and mi- while missing the ladder, you watch as it shish kebabs about three rats and jams into the soil underneath their feet. But they're qu- quickly overtaken by the uh, by their allies rushing around them. Two soldiers at your side begin to quickly reload the ballista as fast as they can as you you look up, just in time to see the first clawed hand reach over the top of the wall. Thank you for listening to Dice Hooligans. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All you have to do is search for Dice Hooligans. Thank you. Please rate and write a review. We would really appreciate it.